This is VOA News in Washington. I'm Jeff Custer. World leaders, including U.N. Secretary General Anthony Guterres, have called for an independent investigation after Gaza health officials said more than 100 people were killed Thursday when Israeli troops opened fire on Palestinian civilians seeking food and humanitarian aid from a delivery truck. The head of the Gaza hospital, where many of the wounded were taken, says more than 80 percent of them have been struck by gunfire. Details from VOA's Tommy McNeil. The statement suggests heavy shooting by Israeli troops. At least 115 Palestinians were killed and more than 750 others were injured Thursday when witnesses said troops opened fire as crowds raced to pull goods off an aid convoy. Israel said many of the dead were trampled in a crowd surge surrounding the convoy. It said its troops fired at some in the crowd who they believed threatened them. The doctor said the vast majority of the 176 wounded brought there had been shot. Tommy McNeil, VOA News. Thursday's incident highlights the difficulty of getting aid into Gaza and prompted U.S. President Joe Biden to announce the U.S. would begin airdropping humanitarian assistance into the area. Speaking to reporters at the White House Friday, National Security Spokesman John Kirby said airdropping aid into an area like Gaza is not easy. It is extremely difficult to do an airdrop in Uh, such a a crowded environment as is Gaza. Uh, Very, very densely populated, a lot of people confined to small spaces. So you want to do it in a way that you can get it to close, as close as you can to the people in need, but not in a way that puts them uh, in any danger. And so the Pentagon will be doing a raft of planning on this. Kirby said the U.S. will coordinate with U.S. agencies and other aid groups on the ground to make sure the aid gets distributed to the people that need it. This is VOA News. A group of 31 members of the U.S. Congress recently signed a letter to President Joe Biden and Secretary of State Antony Blinken urging them not to recognize a new government in Pakistan until an investigation into allegations of election interference have been conducted. Independent reports from Pakistan indicate many political leaders and activists were arrested in the weeks leading up to the February 8th election. Pakistan authorities blocked mobile services on Election Day. Cases of violence reported, and there was an unusual delay in issuing the election results, all leading to accusations the vote was rigged. Author of the letter, U.S. Texas Democrat Congressman Greg Kaser, spoke with VOA's Urdu service and insisted the action is not about meddling in Pakistan's internal politics, but about human rights. We are urging the release of any of those wrongfully detained for engaging in political free speech or uh, or just political activity because people should be able uh, to be journalists, to be able to be candidates, to be able to be political activists without fear of detention or violence against them. Caesar said he and the rest of the U.S. congressional delegation strongly believes the people of Pakistan should be able to choose their leaders freely and fairly. Haitian gang leader Jimmy Chesare, also known as Barbecue, has warned Friday that he would keep trying to oust Haitian Prime Minister Ariel Henry and ask families to keep children from going to school to avoid collateral damages as violence surged in parts of the capital. Reuters correspondent Ryan Chang reports. Heavy gunfire rang out in Port-au-Prince after a Haitian gang leader, Jimmy Cherizier, known as Barbecue, warned he would try to oust Prime Minister Ariel Henry. Assault rifle in hand, Cherizier addressed the island's law enforcement. We asked the Haitian National Police and the military to take responsibility and arrest Ariel Henry. Once again, the population is not our enemy. The armed groups are not your enemy. You arrest Ariel Henry for the country's liberation. 
In a statement, Prime Minister Henri's office said it was outraged by the acts of violence and terror orchestrated by armed bandits. That was Reuters correspondent Ryan Chang reporting. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Friday formally updated its guidelines for isolation after testing positive for COVID-19, reducing its recommended isolation period from five days to 24 hours. CDC Director Mandy Cohen clarified for the Associated Press exactly what the new guidelines mean. You want to return to normal activities when two things are true. One, your fever is gone for 24 hours and your symptoms are over, are improving overall for 24 hours. Cohen said the new guidelines reflect the progress that's been made in preventing and protecting against severe illness that can be caused by COVID-19. In Washington, I'm Jeff Custer. This is VOA News.